come to you this day with hearts that are heavy, with minds that are busy, with souls that are weary, and we lay those at your feet. We place them at the foot of the cross, and we give them to you, knowing that you will hold them for us, if even for just a little bit. We give them to you to open ourselves up to hear the words that you have for us this morning. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our God. Amen. Um, so I love the beginning of football season, not because I like football. I want to make it very clear that I do not like football. I watch football because my husband likes football. And as he tells us every time we turn on a football game, he doesn't ask for much. Right? So we watch football on Sunday and Saturday every week. Every week, no matter what. And I love the beginning of the football season. I like the beginning of the football season because it's so full of potential. It's so full of potential. Now, when you live in a house consisting of Browns fans and Jets fans, potential is all you have. It's all you have. Every year, every year, my husband, who has more potential than me in his heart, says the Browns are going to make the playoffs. They're going to make the, I think we're going to be okay. We're going to make the playoffs. Sean, yes. Right? Every year. And I say the Jets have no hope. I'm not even going to watch it. So this year, apparently, I'm supposed to have hope. The hope. We have hope this year. And so all we have is potential at the beginning of the football season. And so I like it. I enjoy that, that sense of possibility of what could be the melding, the building blocks. In fact, I think my favorite part of football season is training camp. You know, when all the rookies show up and they have the chance and they work really hard to make the team. And then the season just gets progressively worse. And the mood in our house gets progressively worse. And then at some point about November, we're not watching football anymore because the possibility has gone. <laughs> There's just something about potential. There's something special about potential, about seeing possibility in something that has no possibility otherwise. I have a friend who's a woodcarver. He takes big stumps that he finds in the woods. He's one of those guys who takes the chainsaws and makes like bears out of the, the wood. You know what I'm talking about? And I go to his house occasionally and I'll say, like, there's a giant lump of wood in your yard. What are you going to do with it? And he'll say, I don't know. It hasn't told me yet. I don't know. It hasn't told me yet. Which is just something interesting that only people who work in the physical, like, <coughs> mediums of art can say. I don't know. It hasn't told me what it wants to be yet. And I've always wondered if maybe this wasn't how God felt before creation happened. In that moment before the Big Bang, when God looked over the things that are the earth, the, the earth and, and looked at it and said, it is formless, it is void, but there's all this raw material here. There are things to be shaped, there are things to be made. What would happen if I put a dome over the land? What would happen if I carved a river here? What would happen if I shaped this lump of clay into a fish? What would happen if I made an anteater and an aardvark? I wonder if I make an aardvark if that might help elementary school teachers for the rest of time. 
It feels like he should have invented something with an X in it so we could have a card, because the card is always a xylophone, right? Which doesn't make the X sound. Anyway, off I go. <laughs> but God saw so much potential in the world. He saw all of these raw materials, the clay, the water, the sky, the earth, and spoke into being the earth and the trees and the inhabitants of the earth fish and the birds and the little bugs and all the little things in the earth. And I wonder if God didn't feel so excited for just a moment about its potential, about what the world could be. Psalm 19 is one of my favorites because it reminds us in such a liturgical way of the way that God's creation reminds us of what potential looks like. See, God's creation is always growing. It's always growing. It's always changing. You plant a seed in the spring and it becomes a tree in the fall. You birth a child and it becomes an adult who goes off and explores the world and you are proud and scared at the same time. The winds move and dirt moves. Archaeologists are always discovering things because the land itself has moved. It has filled up what used to be and made a new thing, a new place for farmers to farm and houses to be built. And so we discover lives that weren't there before because God, the earth, is always full of potential to be something more than what it is today. And I know, I know that the world doesn't feel like it has much potential for good. Some days it feels like the world's only potential is to destroy itself. We do a pretty good job of that, of destroying things. People destroy one another. Senseless things happen which break our hearts. The world changes and grows in ways that seem like they are hopeless. I looked at the test scores in Iredell County yesterday that were released, and that doesn't give me a lot of hope. Not because our educators aren't doing their job. There's so many more complicated reasons. But it's not something that fills your heart with joy. I looked yesterday at the news about the inflation in the market and how it's not coming down at the pace that they thought it would. That doesn't feel like there's a lot of potential there either. And then I see news stories about the decline in church attendance nationwide. Everybody. Every church, every one of them, church attendance is declining across the board, and it's gotten worse, not better. And what we could choose to do is to allow that heaviness and that weight to blind us to potential. If God could look into a world that is dark and formless and void, if God can look at that world that has no shape, no purpose, no meaning other than a mass of materials and speak into it words of creation that made wondrous things, glorious things, beautiful things, if God speaks and says, let it happen and it will be good, then there is no reason for us to give in to the darkness and the void. We do not have to accept that as our law as our worldview, we don't have to allow that darkness to define us. Because our God is still speaking. 
church attendance is declining nationwide, but that doesn't mean in every church. There are churches that are booming. There are churches that are doing excellent, amazing work in their community that are changing lives. There are people who are mentoring children who do not have fathers. Do you know I saw yesterday in the newspaper that they asked a church, um, sorry, a school in Atlanta asked for dads. They put out a cry, they said, we just want dads to show up to school and be mentors for kids without dads, right? Because that's a big reason why test scores are failing. 300 dads showed up for 16 children. Don't tell me that's not potential. Don't tell me that's not potential. Don't tell me that's not God speaking into creation and seeing more there than what we thought could be. God is always a God of potential. God is always a God who sees possibility. God is always a God who is saying, this is not good enough here, let me make it better. And we can choose to be part of making it better. We can. And you know how that feels? It's glorious, it's amazing, it's wonderful because God is doing something awesome. And we get to be a part of it. The God who speaks does not stop speaking, ever. And the God who spoke creation into being and declared it good is not standing back and saying, well, it's bad now, I give up. God is still saying it is good and still challenging us to speak those words into creation too. God sees potential. God sees potential in you. God sees potential in our community. God sees potential in our world. And it's time for us to see that potential too. We can do it. It may be formless and void. It may feel like absolute darkness. But God said, let there be light. And there it was. Amen.